welcome back to Coffee and Career Hour with Career Rise. This is your girl, Armine. I hope you're all doing lovely today, whether it's morning, afternoon, evening, depending when, when and where you're listening to this. I hope you're feeling wonderful. So today I want to talk about the, some of the biggest career challenges that I'm seeing in students, especially in students and generally, like in the general population. Uh, at work at UCLA, we're hiring for career peer interns at the career center. So basically, students who are doing, hired as an intern to be like a peer mentor and have career conversations with fellow students. And this week we've been interviewing for the peer mentors and it's been so lovely. I love being a part of interviews. I've done a lot of interviews in the past uh, as far as like being on the committee. I really love it. I love uh, like analyzing and assessing whether a person is a good fit for a job. Um, and I, I love having those conversations about with the committee about like who's a good fit and why and all that good stuff. So I've been really enjoying those interviews, also getting to know the students and, and their thoughts. It's so great to see like the experiences that students are coming in with and, and the reasons why they're interested in the position. It's so great to like get to know the students better on that sense too. Um, and so with that, I've, I've been sitting in interviews all week and one of the questions, actually, the first question that we ask them is, what is the greatest career challenge that you think students face today? And what program would you develop to overcome that challenge? So we've been getting so many great answers from our students. I'm so proud of our students because they, uh, many of them come in with really great answers and really thoughtful answers. And sometimes we even are surprised because a lot of these are undergrad students, maybe second year, third year. It's like, wow, like you're so thoughtful about these topics as a sophomore or junior in college. Like I know I wasn't like if you had asked me that, I would be like, I don't know. <laughs> I like my major. <laughs> um, so I uh, I'm, I'm really proud of our students. And, and so today I want to talk about the greatest career challenges that I'm seeing in students. And I think also in the general population. And to be honest, it's that sense of not knowing themselves enough. I really think that that alone contributes to all of the other challenges that people are facing in terms of not being able to find a job, not being in the right career, not feeling fulfilled or not not knowing what to major in, um, following like pressures from family and society and culture because when one doesn't know themselves, it becomes really easy to just fall into like, okay, well, my friends are doing this or my family is saying like, this is the best field for me or I should do this so I could make money or whatever, right? But when you know yourself, it's easier to say no to those things because you're, you have a more clear vision of who you want to be or how you want to contribute to society. So I really, really think that on an underlying level, 
not knowing oneself is the biggest career challenge that everyone is facing, like ge- the general population faces. Um, but, you know, that's a very philosophical concept because it's really hard to know yourself when, let's say, you're in college and you're trying to figure out what major to choose and what your career path is going to be. Like, you only have so much experience and so much exposure. And this is where systems and privilege and socioeconomic status all come into play because folks who come from more privileged backgrounds are likely to have more access to different uh, networks, are likely to have exposure to different career paths in comparison to people who are maybe first generation or immigrant families or lower socioeconomic status. Their schools might not have had uh, like career nights and programs for like mentorship. Their uh, family networks might not have... different like people from different occupations uh they might not have been exposed to different industries so this is where like as a college student maybe if you did grow up more privileged then you might have more exposure which gives you a little bit more it gives you more tools to have career conversations to have opportunities to explore and reflect on your interests to have maybe internships while you're in high school versus many many first gen and I work with a lot of first gen students and I I love working with first generation students and I was one myself first gen student many of them often don't haven't had an internship when they were in high school don't know about a lot of career opportunities out there because unfortunately their families were just focused on like bringing the bread home and not able to like connect their kids to CEOs of different companies or get their kids to do internships at these prestigious places because people needed to put food on the freaking table. And I'm, I'm getting, if you can hear it in my uh, voice and my tone. I'm getting, I'm getting emotional talking about it because this is what's wrong with our society. This is what's wrong with our society, and it it breaks my heart to see the disparities because there are students who come in with so much more exposure and others who don't, and that is the work that we do as higher ed professionals, as counselors, is giving meeting students where they're at and giving them the tools that they need. So some might need more tools in terms of getting the ability to explore and research and network and expose themselves to different industries and others might need less of that because they've already had that. But regardless of where you're coming from and how much exposure you've gotten, if you don't know yourself and know If you don't know yourself and know what aligns with your identity and what's important to you, what kind of problems you want to solve in the world, then it's still really hard to choose a career path, no matter how much exposure you've gotten. And so with that said, I think that's the biggest challenge that people face. But 
the question is like, how do you, how do you know yourself, especially at a younger age and college age, like coming out of high school and picking a freaking college major? How the heck do you know yourself enough to be able to make those decisions? It's a question I can't answer. I know tools that can help. I know websites. I know career assessments. And I know that having a conversation with a career coach, career counselor um, can help because we can help kind of un- unblock some of those things, help help you digest some of the materials uh, that you might be researching, help you like process some of the information. We can do that. But Nothing compares to lived experience. Like lived experience is really what everyone needs to be able to make a career decision, but not just lived experience, but the ability to self-reflect. The ability to self-reflect on those experiences and, and, and integrate that into your identity, into your daily life. So whatever you learn from your lived experiences, being able to then apply that make changes, make decisions based on those experiences. So if you're out there and you're trying to figure out what to do as a career, you're not sure, you're feeling confused. For those of you who might be in academics like college or high school and you're considering going to college and figuring out your major, I will say this. Your major does not define the rest of your career path. Your major serves as a foundation for how you view the world and maybe what kind of problems you want to solve in society, but it does not determine the rest of your career path because you can cater your career path, tailor, pivot, make decisions, changes based on how you grow and what skills you develop as you work in in your career. Your major is just more of a foundation, especially if it's not a technical major. Technical majors are a little bit more specific in that you learn some hard skills that you can then go and apply into the career field. But even then, you can move up to like leadership positions, project management types of positions within the technical field, even so, so many different other positions that are still require soft skills and they're not only hard skills focused. And so with those soft skills, still your major doesn't define those. You develop soft skills through internships, volunteer experiences, other jobs, um, through lived experiences, you develop soft skills. So I would say that your major does not define the rest of your career path for those of you who are unsure about what major to choose. For those of you who are not in academia, but you are either working or you're you're considering making a career change or you're just unsure of what career path to choose, the first step is self-exploration. It really, really, truly is having a good sense of who you are. And I don't mean just like, oh, what, what are you interested in? Like, yeah, that's great to know, but it gets deeper than that. Like it gets deeper into the point of like, what kinds of problems do you like to solve? Because every job out there really is like solving a problem. And so it could be on a smaller scale, like micro level, solving a problem 
uh, on a one-on-one basis working with people or working in an office on a smaller scale, or it could be a bigger scale solving problems in society within a particular industry, working on policies that impact impact the problems that you're focused on. Uh, so you might start off working smaller scale and then over time get into macro level positions where you're making bigger change. But you want to identify like what kinds of issues you do you want to work on? What kind of topics do you gravitate towards? What kind of problems do you want to solve? How do you want to contribute to society, right? Like what role do you want to play in society? Because that really will give you a better answer of what general area of in, interest, career area, industry area that you might be a good fit for. And then you can figure out what kinds of steps to take to get to that kind of industry. And you can get into a particular industry in many different ways. There's not just one path towards a career path. But first, it's good to have an idea of like, how do you want to contribute to society and what problems you want to solve? What do you value? What are you passionate about? Like those things are important too. But the deeper sense of how do you see yourself within the community? How do you see yourself within society? What value do you bring to society? Self-efficacy. I always go back to this because... I know this was a huge thing for me and I see it in students a lot too that I work with is how do you perceive your ability to do things? Because you might be closing off certain fields because you don't feel like you can do it. I know I did that. And I I would wish that nobody does that because if it is an industry that you are passionate about and you want to do it, you can, you can find the way, you can find the tools and the resources to do it. So how do you view yourself, your ability to do things successfully? I want you to analyze that. And that will give you general direction. Clarify some of those limiting beliefs that you might have. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you are welcome to contact me, send me comments, feedback uh, by visiting careerrise.org and going over to my contacts page. You are welcome to ask any questions you would like clarification on or if you want to have a one-on-one meeting, I'm happy to do that as well. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, I'd be very grateful if you could rate, review, and subscribe to Coffee and Career Hour on iTunes. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to leave a comment below or email info at careerrise.org. Thank you.